this is your host, Nisa Harris, and you are listening to Shomea Ve'ona Tehillim and Other Hebrew Texts Podcast, episode 105. The following is the recitation of Psalm 95, a.k.a. Perek or Mizmor Tzadik Hay. After the recitation, stay tuned to hear more about this Mizmor. Psalm 95 Lechu naranana ladonai Naria litsur yishenu Nikadma fanav bitoda Bizmirot naria lo Ki el gadol adonai Umelech gadol Elohim Asher Biado Mech Kere Aretz Vito Afot Harim Lo Asher Lo Hayam Vihu Asahu Viabeshet Yadav Yatsaru Bou Nishtahave Benichraa Niv Recha Lifne Adonai Osenu Ki Hu Eloheinu Baanachnu Am Mar Ito Vitzon Yado Hayom Im Vekolo Tish Mau Al Takshu Levab Chem Kim Riva Kiyom Masa Bamidbar Asher Nisuni Avotechem Bechanuni Gam Ra'u Ba'ali Arba'im Shana Akut Bidor Ba'omar Am To'e Levav Haim Vehaim Lo Yadu Dirachai Asher Nishbati Veapi Im Yivoun El Menuchati Psalm 95 is a well-known psalm, and it is also the first Mizmor said in Kabbalat Shabbat in our Friday night prayers that welcomes in Shabbat. Interesting side point, there are only a couple of occasions that our prayers kind of cut and paste a whole sequence of Mizmorim, and Friday night prayers is one of those instances using Psalm 95 through 99 and then Mizmor 29 instead of 100. 
which had to do with a Thanksgiving offering, which is a voluntary offering that's not given on Shabbat. Anyway, Malbim suggests that each psalm in the Friday night prayer represents a day in the day of creation until the seventh day with Lecha Dodi prayer, each one showing how Hashem runs the world through or superseding nature and the feeling of joy when noticing Hashem within that framework. So things to come. Back to this psalm specifically, it starts off with praise of Hashem, perhaps after a victory or just a general appreciation of God's greatness and wonders within nature. And then in Pasuk 7, there is a shift in tone, bringing in the voice of Hashem as though it's a complaint, as though he's saying, complaining, saying, today, if we listen to his voice, referring to the fact that Hashem is our caring shepherd and we his flock, seemingly pointing out that our close relationship with Hashem is dependent on the choice we make to connect and bring Hashem into our lives and be present in that day-to-day mentality. It goes on to discuss history of May Merivah, towards the end of the generation that was wandering in the desert for 40 years, who complained that they were thirsty and it would have been better off if they died in Egypt. That was when Moshe had to hit the rock, etc. And he had consequences for that as well. The psalm describes in Pasuk 10 how for 40 years Hashem was provoked by that generation and thought of them as Am To'e Levav Haim, which some interpret as they hardened their heart or that they were a senseless people. My father actually helped me understand this phrase deeper by looking at the last half of the Pasuk, which says, they would not know my ways helping the first half to then indicate that it means that the phrase means their hearts are constantly misleading them. This is a great way of looking at it. It started me thinking about how there are times where things can be so obvious and yet as mere humans, we are somehow capable of being misled by our own hearts. I mean, It really is remarkable that a generation that clearly saw all of the 10 plagues and then the splitting of the sea, as well as all the miracles listed throughout B'Shalach, could not acknowledge that Hashem was in charge of helping and saving them, etc., and not know Him and His ways. And it reached a point to where, as the last Pesach indicates, that they will never come to my resting place. Hashem was upset and perhaps felt disconnected so much with that generation that he swore he wouldn't let them into what commentaries suggest is either the world to come or Israel or maybe just the sense of general peace and ease. I was pondering this when I remembered the first few words of this psalm, Lechu Naranana, come let us sing joyously. It's not said as a command, lech, go sing. It's said as a cajoling suggestion, as though it can be the very solution to not making history repeat itself and actually being able to find that place of rest and peace and connection with Hashem. That is a lot of stock to put into singing. 
even if it is singing praise and gratitude, which is like, okay, but in any case, don't you have to mean it? Sometimes as much as you want to feel or mean it, you just don't or can't. I was talking with a nature buff relative of mine who was explaining that he can see a leaf and clearly see that God exists, even though he may not observe whatever commandments, and that he spoke to someone who was very observant of the commandments but had no feeling of connection attached to the observances he was keeping and was simply doing it by rote. My relative said, if you don't have a feeling, then what is the point? The belief needs to have a feeling. To which I replied, some people are numb or detached or dissociated in general with their feelings for whatever reasons. And they may not even realize because ultimately they function, quote, normally. And they perform the rote rituals in the hope that they will start to feel that connection. This helped me better understand why the singing praise is so important. I was listening to lectures from a couple of vocalists. The first vocalist, Tanya DeJong, interestingly points out that, quote, singing connects you to the right side of your brain, your intuition, imagination, and all our creative functions. Neurotransmitters release endorphins that makes us smarter, healthier, and happier, and levels increase significantly when we sing together. A recent study even shows our hearts start beating together, end quote. The other vocalist I'm going to quote a longer excerpt uh, from, so bear with me, Katie Cat. I know, cute name, quote, like an infant's primal scream, singing is instinctual and necessary to our existence. The amygdala is the place that processes music, but it is also it also processes emotion and basic biological functions like pain and pleasure. Joy singing comes from endorphins released by the pleasure centers and oxytocin, oxytocin which enhances trust and bonding. Studies have shown that singing releases measurable levels of serotonin and can lessen feelings of loneliness and depression. The breathing required in singing makes it an aerobic activity, brings more oxygen into the blood, and promotes relaxation. So it's no wonder that singers have a noticeably lower level of cortisol, the stress hormone, and that can relate to an increase in immune response, and you don't have to be an amazing singer to benefit. And the benefits increase with practice. Vocalizing helps you to become aware of your anatomy. Like internal echolocation, you can help your brain create a map of your instrument, which you then subsequently use to build strength, endurance, and flexibility. And that exercise alone is good for your psyche. You learn to break down internal loci and learn to trust something that you cannot see or initially feel, end quote. Furthermore, she says that if you can't sing yourself, but you see someone else sing, because of mirror cells, you can actually feel like you are singing as well and get those benefits. So at a time of day that is meant to prepare us to see and feel that which we might not have been feeling until this point and to help us stop misleading our hearts and be able to try and come to a place of feeling the resting place of Hashem, 
this is the psalm that invites us to attempt to start that, that transition on Friday night before the day of rest officially begins, singing together with others. May we be able to recognize when we are feeling disconnected from ourselves and in our relationships and be able to find modalities that help us connect back. The learning and recitation for this psalm is for the merit of a Rafua Shalema for Yisrael ben Etel, as well as my relatives that are currently dealing with illnesses. May they have a healing of mind, body, and soul, and may their family members be given the strength to support them and be given what they need. Please stay tuned until after this quick break. Psalm 10, Mizmor Yud. Lama Adonai, Ta'amod Berachok, Talim Li'itot Batsara. Begavat Rasha, Yidlak Ani, Yitafshu, Bemizimut Zu, Chashavu, Ki Hilel, Rasha Al Ta'avat Nafsho, Ubotsea, Berech. Ni eats Adonai Rasha Kegova Apo Bal Yidrosh Ain Elohim Kol Mizimotav Yachilu Drachav Behol eight Marom Mishpatecha Minegdo Kol Tsorerav Yafiach Bahem Amar Belibo Bal Emot Lador Vador Asher Lo Vira Allah Pihu Malay Umir mot vatoch. Tacha lishono. Amal veaven. Yeshev bimaarav. Chatserim. Bamis tarim. Yaharog naki. Enav lechelcha. Yitzponu. Yearov Bamistar Kearye Bisuko Yearov Lachatof Ani Yachatof Ani Bimash Cho Bir Shito Yitke Yashsoach Benafal Beatsumav Chel Kaim Amar Belibo 
Shachach El, Histir Panav, Bal Ra'a Lanetzach, Kuma Adonai, El Nesa Yadecha, Al Tishkach Anavim, Al Meh Ni'etz Rasha Elohim, Amar Belibo, Lo Tidrosh, Ra'ita Ki Ata, Amal Vecha'as, Tabit Latet, Beyadecha, Alecha Ya'azov, Chelecha, Yatom Ata, Hayita Ozer, Shivor Zeroa Rasha, Vera Tidrosh Rish'o, Bal Timza, Adonai Melech Olam Va'ed, Avdu Goyim, Me'arzo, Ta'avat Anavim, Shamata Adonai, Tachin Libam, Takshiv Eznecha, Lishpot Yatom, Vadach Bal Yosif Od, La'arotz Enosh Min Ha'aretz. <laughs>